0: episode 155 thank you all for listening to episode 154 everybody was kung flu fighting i am gary here with my co-host phone bear phone bear again we uh we, we've got this impending snow doom so we're going via mobile actually we're on hangout so we can see one another but uh waiting on cody bryant because he can't figure it out is that your shot by the way see you drinking a budweiser
1: yeah that's just my uh my drink hey we'll take it man My one drink for the day one drink drink a day keeps the doctor away that's what they
0: say that's right and uh you know we would uh i talked to parrot earlier he's not going to make it unfortunately you know our thoughts are with him his grandmother passed away this morning so uh you know we're thinking about parrot and and uh you know just wish him the best and hope to see him return next week yeah that's sad too bad Yep, and uh, Cody Bryan is supposed to join us, but he said he's adulting right now, so we'll see if he figures out how to get on a Google Hangout uh, video call, but we don't know if he will. So in the meantime, we'll just get started. So thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Branding, allwearclothing.com, and again... Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give him a call. 419-704-5471. He serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. I'm gonna say Guadalajara, Mexico. Guadalajara, Mexico. I can I can get down with that. I think that'll work. I I think so. I think it's
1: pretty solid. Pretty good place.
0: Yeah, it was a Pretty good one. You know, you don't hear that often, so uh, we'll take it. So cool. thank you, Crandall's Quality Quality Landscaping, lawnscaping again, and uh, serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Guadalajara, Mexico. I was looking at the Globe. I've, I've got one ready to go for the Globe for the next one. And um, so thank you, Sean. And he's still looking for some help for people to shovel snow. He pays, uh, I think, $17 an hour for people out there to just shovel some snow. So get in touch with him, 419-704-5471. Of course, you got to be in this Toledo area, not Guadalajara, Mexico, in order to help him. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area at Verizon.com. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419 877 0634. She can help with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Thank you to Sparty Steve, who, not to be confused with the new Michigan State football coach, Mel Tucker of Colorado, who will get it. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, in a bit. But uh, so thank you to Sparty Steve who helped us with episode 100, gave us the place, bought us some Frickers. We appreciate it. Look forward to getting him again at episode 200 in July. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com.
1: Yeah, if you're looking to update your dating profile, having some struggles in your dating life, reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. he will be able to help you spruce up that, first up that account, spursing up that profile of yours and Find the love of
0: your life. Yeah, I you know I I, I guess I found the uh, love of my life, who is uh, happens to be the same woman that I just can't get past for twelve years now. So you know, welcome back ex-wife for the last month <laughs> and a half. So uh, welcome back. Uh, she's in the uh, pod house right now uh, with the pod kid, <laughs> the pod ex-wife with the pod kid. So. Uh, Appreciate having her back. It's nice. It uh, makes it easier to do the show and the kid can be around. And I've got him playing in, uh, We I don't know if you've ever seen that show on Netflix, Brain Games. It's actually a pretty, pretty interesting show. No, I have not. Yeah, it, it's good. It messes with your mind and, and I like how they do it. And then I actually found the board game and, and Grayson does love playing that. And so we all play together. We were playing before I came out here to do the podcast. So if you haven't seen that on Netflix, check that out. I think it's on Hulu as well. Uh, it's just called Brain Games. It's a fun show. It really messes with your brain, and and uh, it it really challenges you to think outside the box, like literally. So check that out. Um, did we get anything from Justin on the Twitter? Do you do you know? No. Okay. No, we did not. Not see
1: anything.
0: All right. Well, then let's go right into let's let's talk about uh, Michigan State's struggles to get a head coach, and they finally got Mel Tucker. Uh, you know, they went after Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle turned him down, and so he stayed with Cincinnati. And uh, you know, for probably many reasons, they were talking about what? Uh, Who's that Wisconsin coach? Uh, Brett. Bielma. Um, yeah, Bielma. Uh, they thank God, they didn't go after him and they could have got Tressel, you know, who's one of their coaches already internally, nephew of Jim Tressel. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with him not getting him. Mel Tucker actually played at Wisconsin in the 90s. He was a defensive back. He was a graduate assistant. His first job was as a graduate assistant at Michigan State. So he's coming back to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. He was uh, the DB coach, actually, I don't know if you knew this during Tressel's years. So when we won the national championship, mm-hmm. he was the DB coach at Ohio State. He was born in Cleveland um, and then he, so he's been all over. He went from Michigan State as a GA to uh, Miami, Ohio as DB coach, next year was LSU, the following three years was Ohio State and then he was co-defensive coordinator in 04. And then he went on to the NFL with the Cleveland Browns as DB coach and then eventually the D coordinator. He was the D coordinator in Jacksonville for three years. Then he was their interim head coach. And then he was back to D coordinator, assistant head coach. He went over to the Bears as defensive coordinator. And then in 2015, he went to Alabama as the uh, uh, assistant head coach and DB coach. He also got a national title there. And then uh, he went to Georgia for three years as the DB coach, defensive coordinator. And then this past year, he was at Colorado. He he only went five and seven, but granted, it was his first year and he's you know inherited what he inherited, so now he he was there one year, and luckily for Michigan State, they were able to get a guy with a lot of experience. He's still only believe that believe it or not, forty eight years old, and uh, so he's been yeah. he's been coaching for twenty three years. So he was at, like I said, a GA at Michigan State, graduate assistant in ninety seven and ninety eight. So he's been around a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good hire. I mean, I think Fickle would have been better, but I see that he wanted to stay in Cincinnati. He has unfinished business, sort of thing. Thinks he can get him uh, higher up there. So you know, good on him. Uh, but you know, I think that Mel Tucker will be fine. Won't quite be one and eleven. Maybe just like three and nine this year. Won't be too bad.
0: Yeah, and, and they do say he's a good recruiter, so we'll see how that pans out over the next several years as long as they give him the opportunity. You know, D'Antonio was was able to turn the program around, but then over the last few years, uh, last several years actually, it's gone down just because he, he won't get rid of his assistants. He's very committed to his assistant coaches. So we'll see what uh, Mel Tucker is able to do. And, you know, as a, as a Spartan alum – I'm um, excited to see what happens. I agree with you, though, Bear. I think they're gonna. They're, it's gonna be a struggle this year. You know, you're in that Big Ten. You've got Ohio State, who's tough. Michigan is your rival as well, who they probably will not beat. I if one of their three wins, I hope is Michigan, but um, they're gonna have a tough schedule, and it's not gonna be easy for them. So I, I say three and nine, four. You know, four and eight. I'm hoping you know they could surprise yeah. me. They could hopefully surprise me and, you know, get to 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, I'd be okay with that. You know, his first year, see what he can do.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you know, the biggest thing is going to be every – I mean, you know, most first-year coaches, especially coming to a school that's kind of struggling right now, it, you know, it, you got to be patient because he's got to get his guys in there. You know, everyone has their own recruits, and kids from high school go to these schools because they like the coach They got recruited for multiple years, not just one or two. You know, these kids want to go to a coach that, one, is going to get them to the NFL, no doubt. But, two, something that they would probably run in high school. A lot of kids who run a certain offense in high school want to find a coach who's going to run around the same offense in college, which gets them even more prepared for the next level. So, yeah, even if he doesn't do well for the first couple of years, there's no need to freak out or anything. I know you're not that fan, but there's a lot no. of fans out there for all teams who do that. And they're like, well, like Florida State, dude was there a year and a half and they voted him out the door. It doesn't even give you time to get recruits in. I mean, that's ridiculous. College coaches should at least sign like three, four-year deals um, to be able to get a couple kids in, you know, and to be able to turn a program around. You Absolutely. can't turn a college program around in a year, year and a half. Just not possible. So hopefully they, they're patient with them and – Obviously, Michigan State is, and I mean, they were with Antoni and they were, you know, Saban. I mean, they have a a great lineage of coaches that have gone through there. So I certainly hope that they will be patient enough with uh, Tucker and let him succeed to the fact that they can do well, but not beat Ohio State.
0: Yeah, exactly. So as long as they can get him and do well. Um, you know, he's, he's it's February already, so you know it's late, late in the game already to get started. You know, recruiting's done for the year, and uh, for the next year. So, I mean, people could switch, switch over, but I mean, he's he's gonna have his work cut out for him. We'll see how he does, and next couple of years, like you said, hopefully they give him a shot, and and he'll have the time to do so. Um, so, kind of speaking of college, just to kind of pivot into the XFL. So, what did you think? of that first weekend of the XFL?
1: I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know, the I think everything around it was great, and the football is just okay to mediocre. Um, to be expected, you know, they didn't have long training camps. I think it was eight weeks, six to eight weeks maybe that they had. Um, you know, a lot of guys who haven't played since the AAF, which was only a couple games, or probably haven't played since college, which may have been a little bit. So I expected lessy football. That's what we got. I think it'll get better, but I mean the things that they did, I like. You know, kickoffs are cool. Uh, Going into the booth with the um, with the uh, replay guy, you know, I thought that was great. You know, going through, talking through it, listening. The on-field interviews were funny. A lot of people are kind of giving them shit because I think two or three f bombs were dropped. Um, But what do you expect? Like you're talking to guys live on the field. Uh, sometimes things flip, especially when you're in the middle of a game. So you can't be mad at that. I mean, to me, I think it's hilarious. For the census people out there, they get mad because they hear an F-bomb on TV and their 14-year-old son's watching who probably says at school 100 times a day that they don't realize. Uh, So no no harm, no foul there. Um, But I mean... And they're on a delay. They should... It was pretty good. Uh, They already said that they... I think they said the first week, so the four games that they had... Already outsold the AAF like in six, in four games. Really? I, I don't know how true that is, but that's what I did read. I, mean, I, I it didn't look like it was a satire page, so it sure looks like it was legit. Um, but I mean, if you look, every every stadium that they were in was they they're pretty much a lot. You know, it's week one, people get excited, but let's see how it goes. But overall, I give it a B. Uh, close to a B minus, but a B. Thought it
0: was pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and and you know it was nice to see those first two games, the Saturday games. There was a uh, little over seventeen thousand people there for each game. You know, we know they're not going to fill a forty fifty thousand seat stadium, but seventeen thousand, I think, is pretty good, pretty solid, because nobody knew what to expect. Oh, yeah. and they, I think, I think already though that bad taste of the original XFL is out of people's mouths. And um and you know you could see Vince had nothing to do with it. He wasn't there, wasn't mentioned. I mean, people thanked Vince McMahon, and that was great. But he has stayed away from it. And you got to give him all the credit in the world because he does want to see it succeed. Because I think he just had that bad taste in his mouth that he failed 20 years ago, and now you know he wanted. He doesn't like failure. We know this, and he just wants to be the best. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's not going to be the NFL. He's not going to beat the NFL ever. But he gives other people an opportunity, and you can see they're grateful for, grateful for that opportunity. And um, one of those things I found funny that I read, cracked me up, was as soon as, like you mentioned earlier, as soon as you fumble, a reporter can walk up to you literally four seconds later and be like, so you fumbled the game away. What happened? And I, I thought that was true, and it's very interesting because they, they can do that. And it happened a couple times, like, oh, what happened there? You missed a field goal. So... It, uh, it's very interesting, different take, unique. Uh, how did you feel about being able to hear the play calling by the coaches?
1: I like that. I think it gives a lot more knowledge to the game. Um, you know, it's going to help a lot of people learn and understand what what these coaches are really calling and what it is. I think for you know for people studying film and whatnot, it's going to be it's like a double edged sword on us, a catch twenty two, because everyone's going to know your plays and what they are. But that gives you the opp- excuse me that gives you the opportunity to switch your plays up and be able to decoy and disguise a lot more. But also, it makes these coaches who and players better having to learn more in a playbook, having to open up a playbook more. So I don't mind it.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, so in that first week, you know, you and I are the. Uh, we have said that we are going to be Dallas Renegades fans, uh, being Cowboys fans, and we didn't have Landry Jones in week one, so they lost 15-9, to nine, and you could see that they did miss Landry Jones, and it'll be interesting to see how he does this week, but uh, which team, I mean, obviously there was two, there, there were three that were really good, the three teams at once. so New York won, they just kind of Pretty much blank Tampa Bay, 23-3. to uh, Their defense looks solid. Mm-hmm. D.C. had a good offensive game. Nice trick play with Cardell Jones there. I thought it was very good. And then Houston, the Roughnecks did put a shellacking onto L.A. But uh, which of those teams were you most impressed by in week one?
1: I think Houston. I mean, they look, they look pretty good. Um, I think that that Tampa Bay team is just bad. So we'll have to see. Uh, this New York team. If their defense is really that good, I think that Tampa's offense is just that bad. Right. Um, But, yeah, certainly I think Houston uh, and Washington. I think those were the two best-looking teams. Washington's uh, offense with Cardell Jones looked very good. Um, He looked pretty good. I was impressed the way he looked. I think that he's probably, I'm going to say, the best quarterback in the league. Um, And probably could have said that before. Him and Landry Jones probably close. But I think Cardell is probably the best quarterback in that league. So I think uh, Houston won, Washington is close, to.
0: Yeah. Those D.C. defenders are going to be pretty good. Uh, this week, it's we've got New York at D.C., and then Tampa's at Seattle. So a couple of 0-2 teams right there, right? Because Seattle lost in week one, didn't they? Pretty sure they did. Um, yeah, they yeah. lost to D.C. And then Tampa obviously lost to New York. And then that's the first game on Saturday, and then or the second game, excuse me. New York's at DC in the first game, uh, and New York won their game. Dallas is at LA, so two teams that lost. So Dallas will see how they can do with Landry Jones, and then St. Louis at Houston. Two more teams that are undefeated. So it will be very good. We've got the O and one teams are playing each other, and the one and O teams are playing each other. So after this week, we're only going to have two undefeated teams left. Right. So it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Uh, I, I mean, I had a fun week one. I didn't. I watched uh, D.C. and Dallas the most. You know, Dallas. I knew when they weren't putting up points and Landry Jones wasn't there. I kind of shut it off after a while. But I did check out a little bit of every game. Houston looked really tough. Uh, we'll see. You know how that carries out. But early, you know, early predictions here. D.C. and and Houston look really good. And we'll really get to see how good Dallas actually is with Landry Jones. Uh, the defense wasn't bad. 15 points, giving up that much isn't bad. But uh, over time, we'll see how it plays out. How did you feel about the uh, how they do the extra points, the 1, 2, and 3?
1: I like that. I think that's cool. Uh, you know, it, it gives people an option, and you don't have to watch a boring extra point every single time. You get to see someone go for 2 from the 5 or go for 3 from the 10. I mean, it, it changes the strategy for sure.
0: Absolutely, and um, so we'll just we'll we'll keep talking about XFL every week and hope it continues to have its success. It looked really good, you know. They're on major networks like we talked about, and uh, you, you know we just wish that it plays out well. I mean, it's nice having football. It's not your NFL that you're used to, you know, and you don't expect it to be. These guys are guys that didn't make the NFL or used to be in the NFL, and some guys out of college. But what I really like is it's going to give. Those guys the opportunity to get back in the NFL your Cardell Jones you know maybe your Landry Jones we'll see um, i I don't know how do you do you think uh, any guys you saw in week one besides Cardell that uh, will have the opportunity to move on
1: um, there was and i I can't remember his name I should have taken a note of it, but there was a kid they were talking about and I think um, uh, it had, I think, it was in the Dallas game. Uh, I think he played for St. Louis, and he was academically ineligible to play at whatever college he was at. So instead of transferring and sitting out a year, he decided to come to the XFL. Um, so he's, you know, a young kid. He's like 21. Uh, obviously, didn't have a shit together in college, and, and maybe this will be his opportunity. And I guess that they said he is allowed to enter the NFL draft. So if he does, um, I think they said that he will be eligible to play. Which the XFL championship game, I'm pretty sure, is April 26th, which is the last. No, it's the day after the NFL last day of the NFL draft. I think the draft is the 23rd to the 25th of April, and the XFL championship is the 26th. So they said they, if he plays the whole year here, gets drafted by a team. He should technically be eligible to play in the championship game if they make it there in the XFL. Yep. It'll be interesting. And I'll have to find out what his name was. Um because I know <laughs> I know that he was a uh, you know, he was a pretty good I, I saw you had a couple of good plays.
0: Yeah, he did. Yep, and uh the Grayson came into the pod room, he can see Uncle Bear, so looking pretty good. Are you guys on we're, are you guys the only ones doing the podcast? We are the only ones doing the podcast right now, and we are actually recording right now, so the people will be able to hear you. Why? Because because you're here. So I know you got to go to bed. So why don't you go ahead and go to bed, and uh, you know we'll we'll do a show in the future. Why
1: is my bedtime seven
0: thirty? Well, it's eight fifteen, so I think you've gotten forty five minutes extra. I think you should go to bed.
1: Yeah, you're way past. Do you remember that time, that when I when I ate too much chocolate that I stayed up till midnight and it was only five hours till midday?
0: Yeah, I do remember that. So that uh, I remember very well. Decided to go to bed at midnight, and his mom just walked in the room looking like, "What is he doing in here?" (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) uh, it looks like your mom is. Yeah, get out. So she's got his popcorn ready. So, like T.O. says, get your popcorn ready. So, why don't you go to bed? Thanks for visiting the show. I appreciate it. Well, can we learn how to play Minecraft? Uh, we'll, we'll play Minecraft someday. This is a sports show. I need you to go.
1: <laughs> I want to play Minecraft. I want to upload my own character with a shark
0: body. With a shark body. Beautiful. <laughs> you got to get to bed because there's going to be enough snow day tomorrow. I made made the shark body up from Fortnite.
1: I made the
0: shark body up from Fortnite. That's great. Well, I would love to continue my sports show. I think your mom is calling you. I can hear some fingers snapping, so I think you should move on. Yep, exactly. So thank you, sir. Have a good night. Those are my fingers. I know. Have a good night. We'll see you later. Love you. Good day. I, I
1: learned how to snap before
0: yeah you did and i well, guess we're gonna she was a kid. yes so we'll see you later kid have she a good night a
1: snap when she was eight i learned how to snap when i was four
0: he learned how to snap when he was four congratulations thank you we'll see you from the show so that was a nice interruption i apologize to our 13 listeners that might have heard that <laughs> <laughs> i i you know i i think we actually do have more than that we have quite a few more uh you know just looking at the episodes and what people like and uh you know, we are a uh, show that anything could happen, and that is one of them. When you have a kid that's in your house, he could show up into the room. You know,
1: he kind of reminds me of the kid from Big Daddy. Now, I just wanted to say, <laughs> yeah. I can wipe my own ass. I can wipe my own ass.
0: I'm he, waiting for that. Oh, Wait till he sees Big Daddy. He might. So, uh, what I yeah. found fu- what I found funny is, you know, Houston. They they did not start Connor Cook, who they say is the second best player in the XFL, but he's the backup in Houston. Um and Houston doesn't they're not gonna start. Not when they won thirty seven seventeen. He won't be seeing the Connor field. Cook is trash. He might be good for the XFL. Connor Cook and
1: nah, I won't even say it. That dude's a loser. Ever since he snubbed Archie Griffin and was such a douche, in his uh, when they when Michigan State won the Big Ten, oh man, I think ever since then I've just always wanted him to fail miserably, and he's been doing a really good job of it.
0: Yeah, I can totally agree with that. Um, and and week one, you know, I I don't know who who some of the who I can't. Do you know what position that player was that you were talking about in the Dallas game?
1: I. I don't I think he was a cornerback uh, I think he did play defense um, but I cannot recall who
0: that is yeah I know I know uh ely for uh Houston was on point uh and the defensive line for Houston and uh Aaron Murray was really bad as you can see so um, the Guardians beat up the Vipers as you saw uh we talked about that in New York just beat up up Tampa. They do not look good. Um, My fear is, do you think because the XFL owns all the teams that they'll try to make them more evenly matched with, like, Tampa? Uh,
1: I don't think so. No, I don't. I think that they'll want... I think that it's a league to develop players, more or less. Uh, Give them that second chance. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be for. I don't think they'll want to make it even everything's even, yeah. that's kind of
0: boring. Right, and I'm sure no. you. I'm sure you saw. Didn't one of the defensive coordinators get fired after Week One already?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was LA. Whoever played Houston, it was LA, right?
0: I believe so. You got fired Week One. I'm like, yeah. all right. <laughs> Pep,
1: Pep Johnson or Pepper Johnson or something like that, or
0: yeah, I believe I so. Can't remember, and um... yeah, take it. <laughs> So Quentin Flowers, he's the one that came in for Aaron Murray for Tampa Bay at quarterback, and he was one of two for 37 yards and rushed five times for 34. So he might do, he might be okay. You know, we'll see how Tampa does. They bench Murray obviously, and week one you don't have a lot of time. That's what's going to happen. So and then uh, Charles Canoff, he's the LA's quarterback, but Josh Johnson is supposed to be their starter, um, and uh, but he's iffy for week two. So, and, and obviously LA got blown out. So we'll see what happens over time. We don't, like we said, we don't know how Dallas will be. Uh, we still got a few weeks to go, um, but uh, XFL was only week one, going on to week two. So going into baseball, yep. how do you feel about uh, Jason Kipnis leaving the uh, Indians? Uh,
1: honestly, I did not even see that. This is the first time hearing of that right now.
0: Right now is your first time hearing that. So he has yep. left, and he is going to his hometown Cubs.
1: He did not. Uh, yeah, I think he was a free agent.
0: Right. Yep, and he, he wrote a nice farewell to the team, uh, and he's uh, he joined the Cubs.
1: You know, I think I couldn't remember if it was his last year or if he was a free agent, but I figured he wasn't coming back regardless because I got Cesar Hernandez from the Phillies. Right. So that move doesn't surprise me, but Kipnis can also play third in the outfield. So, I mean, maybe they could have moved him around. You know what? Kitness was great. He, uh, he was a great player for the Tribe. Uh, definitely will be missed, no doubt. No hard, no hard feelings at all that uh, he has to move on baseball a business. But also his uh, batting started to suck there <laughs> last year, and he started to become injury-prone. And the one thing that the Indians have done uh, well over the last 10 years, I think, to get them back you know, into contention from the mid-'90s, is, uh, you know, be able to know when they have to get rid of a player. And I think they've done a good job of that. You saw it with uh, Cliff Lee, who won the Cy Young. Um, Sebastia, you know, he was still good after the fact. He wasn't anything, um, you know, bad or whatnot, but he was just going to be too expensive for them, so they had to get rid of him. Cliff Lee had one more good year with the Phillies, and then he got hurt, and you haven't hurt him since. So they've been able to uh, figure out with their talent what they need to do. So it's, you know, I, I I think that it'll it'll all work out and it'll be fine. But
0: you know, good for us, being a cubby. Yep, too bad he didn't go there year a uh, few years back when they won the World Series, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't see him winning now. But um, did you see? Did you happen to see some of the changes that they're talking about and considering in the Major League Baseball?
1: i heard about some of the layoff stuff but i didn't get the whole i yep. didn't get the full I, I didn't understand
0: it okay well so you wanna fill yep. me, I, I will fill you in absolutely so they're talking about getting rid of the wild card game and they'll go from having five teams in each uh side uh in the american league and the national league and go to seven and then the top the top team would get a buy in each of the uh, in the playoffs so if let's say the Yankees are the number one seed in the AL they'll get a bye and uh, then the next six teams would play and then the other thing they're mentioning is that the top seed let's say it was the Yankees in this situation would get to pick who their opponent is after those uh, next three or into the next round they'd get to pick who their opponent is yeah okay
1: yeah that is one of, that's the part I heard Something about picking your opponent. I don't know if I like that, um, you know, because the whole – I mean, because in all honesty, I get it. It's baseball. It's a little bit different. You're going to want to pick the team that you play better against, get better splits against. But in all honesty, what are they going to do? They're going to pick the worst team remaining, <laughs> just like it would happen if they were there anyways, you know? Right. Uh, I think that's i think that's kind of kind of weird. I like the way they have it. It took them, you know, only, what, 120 years to get a wild card, and now it's going to take them five years to change it up again? Nah, we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. They've, they have the, the wild card game, so to speak. They've always kind of had the wild card. You know, four teams would make it. They only had three divisions for the longest time, and then uh, three would get it, and, and then you move on. But, um, and there's still only three divisions. And it used to be one, two, three, and then you'd get one wild card, and that was your wild card team. But now you get two in, and uh, they do, obviously, the one-off game, and the winner goes. So we'll see over time. Yep. All right, so moving on to uh, let's, uh, let's just jump into the NHL. Kind of can give a quick update here in the NHL, what's going on. And and uh, I know there hasn't been a lot of change in the last week, but your Bruins uh, the in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic, the Bruins are first. And Tampa is only one game behind now. They are 9-0-1 in their last 10. They have caught up. So Tampa is looking pretty good. Um, I, ha- I had Tampa over Vegas. So my Tampa team is coming hot when they need to. Uh, New Jersey, they still look like shit. Yep. 20, 25, and 10. They're they're not making it. Sorry, Beer League. Uh, B-Dub has uh, Nashville, and they're in the western. We'll go to that. They're second to last place. Uh, Vegas is Parrot, and they are fourth in the Pacific. And Cody Bryan has Colorado. They are second in the central. And you had the Washington Capitals, who are obviously still first in the metropolitan They are, and we'll just go back to the Atlantic, so 80 points for Boston, best uh, most points in the NHL. Tampa is second in the NHL with 79. And then Toronto is 12 games out of first, but they're obviously in the three spot. Florida at 66. And then Montreal, Sabres, Senators, and the Red Wings all the way back at 32 points. In the Metropolitan, you got the Capitals, 77. Penguins are now behind them. At 74, Islanders 72, Blue Jackets 70, the Flyers at how many, Bear? 69. Damn right. Hurricanes at 67, then your Rangers are at 60, and the Devils at 50. Way to go, Beer League. Uh, in the Central, in the Western Conference, the St. Louis Blues at 73, Avalanche 72, Stars 69, Jets 63, Wild 60, Predators 59. And the Blackhawks 58. So vying for that fourth spot, you've got all four teams on the bottom are vying for that fourth spot. I mean, they're within five points, two and a half wins. And then in the Pacific, yeah, yeah it's it's really close. And the Pacific's the same way. The top one, two, three, four, five teams are within three points, one and a half wins for the top five teams. So you got the Canucks at 67, Oilers 66, Flames, Knights, Golden Knights, I should say, and Coyotes all at 64. Your Ducks are at 53, Sharks at 52, and the Kings at 43. The worst record in the Western Conference and only second to the Red Wings in all of the NHL.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Red Wings, uh, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> they, I, mean, they I mean, they beat fucking Boston again.
0: Did they? Again, at home. Wow!
1: Like, is that the only team they can beat? They have fourteen wins this year, and two of them are against Boston.
0: And Boston, and that's straight. Boston has eleven losses. Two of them are to the Red 11, Wings.
1: Eleven losses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two to the Red Wings. You know, when you don't count the overtime losses, that's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. No. Wow. Hilarious though. So in the shootout, you know shootout wins and losses. You'll like this stat: shootout in shootouts, Boston is zero and seven. If it goes to a shootout, right? They're zero and seven. Wings are two and one. They look pretty good. Uh, let's see who's probably the best. There's only one team. The Penguins are three and zero in uh, shootouts. The Hurricanes are five and zero, and then the Flames are six and one. So those are your best teams in shootouts.
1: Nice.
0: Right. So how about on to the NBA? We can talk about the NBA for a little bit. Milwaukee Bucks, winners of five straight again, forty-six and seven. They are six and a half ahead of Toronto, nine ahead of Boston, eleven ahead of Miami. And then in 5th, uh, you've got the 76ers, 6th, the Pacers, 7th, the Nets, 8th, the Magic. A big eight games under five hundred, but in 8th place. That's <laughs> amazing to me. And then you've got the uh, Wizards, Bulls, Pistons are all within three three games to five games up to the 8th spot. The Hornets, Knicks, Hawks, and the Cavs back at 13-40. and 40. Out west, the Lakers, 40-12. and They are three games ahead of Denver, four games ahead of the Clippers. The Jazz are in fourth, five and a half out. The Rockets are seven out. Thunder are nine out. Mavericks are nine out. And the Grizzlies are 13 and a half out. They are three games ahead of the Trailblazers, four and a half ahead of the Spurs, four and a half ahead of the Pelicans. You know, Pelicans, now that they've got Zion – you think they can? You think they'll be able to squeak into the eighth spot, four and a half out?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they have uh, they have a pretty decent young squad. I don't see why they can't, um, especially with Zion being healthy. I mean, he's looked pretty darn good from what I've seen so far. So there's no reason why they couldn't sneak into that eighth spot.
0: Totally agree there. Um, so, you know, we still got quite a bit of season left. And they've they played a little over 50 games. Uh, some teams have played anywhere 50 to 55 games. A uh, lot of season left. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's still looking – it's been consistent all year that the Bucks are first in the East and the Lakers are first in the West. you think it finishes out that way, that they're both going to be the one seed?
1: Uh, the Bucks definitely. Uh, the Lakers – most likely. I think that the uh, the Clips could take them maybe, have a little quick run. But, yeah, I think that uh, there's a pretty good chance that both the Bucks and Lakers are, are going to be up there at the end of the year.
0: I can agree with you there. And uh, we, we talked a little bit about Michigan State earlier. Uh, football, their basketball team is absolutely atrocious. Dropped out of the top 25. They almost blew a 20-point lead last night. <laughs> To Illinois but they ended up squeaking it out in the end Baylor is still number one 21 and one the Zags are second mm. 25 and one uh, Kansas is third 20 and three they are losing though right now 41 to 6 uh, 41 to 36 excuse me second half to uh, West Virginia who is actually ranked 14th San Diego State still undefeated 24 and0 uh, you think that you think they'll end up with a one seed San Diego State?
1: Uh, if they stay undefeated, I think they will. But if they lose one game, they will not. All
0: right. You even got, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Seton Hall, 18-5. and five, They're in 10th.
1: Yeah, I've seen, uh, I, they were on the other night maybe, I think, and I was kind of, or maybe it was Saturday, and I was, they were playing Villanova, and I was watching. I was like, I didn't realize Seton Hall was that good. They, I mean, five years ago, I'm pretty sure they were in the cellar of the Big East.
0: So good for them. Right. And, uh, you know, you you still got a lot of teams, and we've talked about a lot of these teams and how well they'll fare. Do you know who the highest-ranked Big Ten team is right now? Penn State. They are second. Uh, They're 13th. Maryland is first and ninth.
1: Maryland. Okay. I knew Penn State was up there.
0: Yeah, but you've got teams that are climbing in that haven't been here in a while, like Marquette. Marquette was, they moved up eight spots. They weren't even ranked. They're 18th now. Um, you got Creighton's in there. They dropped a few. Texas Tech moved in. They're 24th. LSU's dropped seven spots at 17 and six. Like we talked about earlier this year, this is really the year that I think anybody could win this. It is absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's going
1: to be a crazy Mark Madness. Like, really crazy.
0: And we've got two minutes left. There's a game on uh, FS1 right now. Creighton and Seton Hall actually, twenty third and tenth. Uh, Creighton's winning by three, 75-72 right now. So that should be a good finish to that game. We'll see what happens. You want to tell us uh, what happened? You want to tell us what happened in golf last week?
1: Yeah. So Pebble Beach, uh, Nick Taylor went wire to wire and won. Um, first time in a while, at Pebble. Think probably since Phil in like 05, I think I saw. Uh, Phil was up there, man. He was. Uh, I know. He I, was there. Um, he was, I should have fucking stuck with Sunday, him. He, he
0: fell back. I should have stuck with him. What was that? I should have stuck with him. I had him last year. I picked him last year when he won, and I was like, nah, he can't do it. And he finished third. That would have been nice rather than my 69th spot and miscut with Brant Snedeker. Yeah.
1: Um, it was it was a pretty good weekend. They, I mean, for the most part, they were, they, the top, I don't know, probably five to 10 were fairly close the entire time. Uh, speed played well. I think he finished top 20. um, His best finish in a while. He had a new grip. I saw, so he may be, uh, he may be on the comeback trail to get to that spot where he was before. Just an amazing golfer, you know, and he kind of fell off last year. We'll see if he can come back and, be uh, be better, be the Jordan from two years ago. So this week, um, they're playing at Riviera Country Club, excuse me, in California, the Genesis Open. Uh, Big-name field, anybody and everybody is playing in this one this week. This will be a good tournament. Uh, Brooks' first week, so he's back. Uh, Tigers playing this week. You know, Phil, Speed, Thomas, Fowler, everybody johnson all the big guys are playing this week so it should be a pretty darn good tournament um what i know that you mentioned a little bit of what did we all do last week and what are our updated standings?
0: yeah so um you were the only one that finished in the top 59 spots your guy was actually fifth daniel berger uh myself right. brant snedeker was 69th with a missed cut Steve Stricker, also 69th for Cody, and Russell Knox, 69th for Jake. And then uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick was 60th for Brandon. So updated standings, instead of uh, me being ahead of Bear by just a few position spots, you are now uh, 56 points ahead of me, 56 positions. You're in first, I'm in second. So your average is 24.5, I'm 33.8. Jake is at 41.3, Brandon 44.3, and Cody Bryant 56.3. And I know this week you will make your you be the first pick this week.
1: Yeah. Um, so I have been stuck between two guys, uh, both former winners. Uh, last year, J.B. Holmes won the tournament, and has played well here before. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the other guy who's won here twice, he finished top 10 the last two times he's played. Not this tournament in general. Bubba Watson for me this week.
0: Bubba Watson. And I am actually going the other route of the guy you just mentioned. I'm taking last year's winner. Uh, give me J.B. Holmes. And we got Brandon, who took Patrick Cantlay. And so we'll see what he uh-huh. can do. And we haven't seen Cody and Jake. You know, We'll give him a pass right now. Uh, but uh, we'll see who those guys pick moving on this week. And did you mention that Rory is now number one again in golf?
1: I did not, no. He did take that over last week.
0: And he said he's been there before. He doesn't really care. So (laughs) it's just you're a target, great, whatever. Doesn't care. So we'll be good this week uh, uh, because I went back and forth. I was thinking Justin Thomas could be a good pick this week too. I think he finished second here last year. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want to use any of my guys yet. So, you know, I, I, I got a laugh. I said, I'm looking at my top guys. I got two top tens so far this year. Uh, one with Ram, who is one of my bigger picks. And then uh, Sung Im, who finished 10th for me earlier this year. So, I'll take it.
1: Hey, you know, I almost picked Sung Im this week as well. I think he, he'll have a good week also. He'll, he'll be top ten. You watch.
0: I thought about Siwoo Kim. You know, I thought about him. He plays. He plays. You know, decent at different times. He can. He could either really be top five, or he could be bottom five, real easy.
1: Yep. Yes, he can. But you know, once we get into the, the tournament, I you know, it, it, we're about to hit the run. It's a big tournaments coming up. Um, so you want to keep some. You know, you want to keep the good guys around. You got to have some uh, Tiger Woods and. Dustin Thomas's and Ricky Fowler's and Dustin Johnson's and Brooks Kepka's out there. Uh, Brooks, you'd probably want to save for one of the majors. <laughs> Just because you know that dude's going to be probably top five. Um, you know, so that one, I, I know for a fact I'll be saving it. It won't be the Masters, but it'll be, it'll be one of the other majors I think that I'll be saving Brooks for. Um, but, you know, you want to make sure you keep these guys around so when you get into these other smaller tournaments, you can kind of screw around and see who has good history to be able to play that.
0: As Brandon calls him, Brooks Kopika.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, let's go on. This is the first week, new season for NASCAR. We are in the week one. This is Daytona week. We've already got guys that are, we, we know what the front row is. We've got Ricky Stenhouse with a new team. He's on the pole. And then uh, Alex Bowman is second. So they will be leading people tomorrow or today when people can listen to this. For uh, speed weeks, you know, you've got the starts for <coughs> the, the first couple races that determine where guys will start in the field for Daytona. So, looking forward to what happens. I know you had mentioned, did you want to give a update on some of the new drivers, the teams they're at, or what they're driving?
1: Yeah, so uh, drivers moving to a new team. We have Chris Boucher, he moved from JTG Doherty. Now he'll be racing the number 17 for Roush.
0: Which is big Matt for him.
1: DB and Dedo, Matt D.B. and are our uh, buddy from last year, who finished just wonderfully, um, went from Levine Family Racing to Wood Brothers. He's going to be racing the number 21. Joey Gates, a uh, smaller driver, moving from Motorsports Business Management to Rick Ware Racing, does not have a car number as of yet. Uh, Daniel Hemrick was released by RCR, Richard Childress. And has does not have a ride uh, in. Uh, uh, I almost just said the Winston Cup. Holy shit! What? <laughs> what is it? Uh, monster? What is it? It's just not. It's monster, Na- it's, right?
0: it's no. It's just the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, so that's something we'll that's talk okay. about. Yeah, it's it's just the NASCAR Ooh. Cup Series. They have tiered sponsors now. Uh, that sponsor different things. So it's just the NASCAR Cup Series. The trophy is actually going to be the Coca-Cola Trophy this year for the champion because they have different tiered sponsors for throughout the year. Um, so they moved to it's just the NASCAR Cup Series.
1: Okay. So, yeah, so Hemric will not be racing in the Cup Series. Um, he will be running a partial schedule with Xfinity for Junior Motorsports. Daniel Flores was released from Stuart haas and he moved to Gaunt Brothers. He'll be driving the number 96. I feel like he's had a different car, like, every year. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, Mr. Ricky Stenhouse moved from the number 17 Roush Fenway that Chris Boucher has taken over and went to the number 47 at JTG Doherty Racing, where Chris Boucher was from. So that's almost like a trade. Right. So those, are your, those will be your uh, differences this year. Paul Menard isn't racing full-time. David Reagan, Matt Kipps. Uh, those are the guys who will have some rides but are not racing full-time. There we go. Um, also, the other one, I think that Tyler Reddick will be racing uh, in the number eight for Richard Childress, kind of replacing Daniel Hemrick. So Reddick was um, he was pretty solid in Xfinity. Yep. So it sounds like he will be racing for RCR up, up with the big boys.
0: Yep. And uh, so, just to kind of talk about those premier sponsors and who they are for NASCAR. So, you've got Bush Beer, Coca Cola, Geico, and Xfinity. So, pretty good sponsors uh, to, to be your premier sponsors for the Cup Series. And we'll see how it goes for this first year with everything. So, with like Bush Beer being a, uh, a partner, they came back as an official partner in 2018. And they are the exclusive sponsorship of the Bush Pole Award. You remember that it used to be like the Bush Pole Award. It was Coors. It was all these different things. It's back to Bush, and then Coca Cola. You know they are obviously a big partner as a premier partner in uh, NASCAR, and so they sponsor the NASCAR Troops to the Track and the NASCAR Salutes portion of the season, focused on highlighting industry-wide appreciation of the armed forces. And they'll, they'll own race entitlements like it's Charlotte and Daytona, like they do the Coca-Cola 400, Coca-Cola 600. They'll still have those. And they'll be the presenting sponsor of the NASCAR Cup Series Regular Season Championship Trophy, as we mentioned. So they, they do have two of the bigger races in the year with you know being at Daytona. And then, of course, the biggest race of the year, the Coke 600, in terms of how many miles or laps. So the 600 is the longest race of the year. Biggest race, of course, being Daytona 500 this weekend. Um, Geico, as we uh-huh. mentioned, they're the official insurance provider of NASCAR. So if you're going to wreck a NASCAR, be happy you got Geico. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then uh, of course, Comcast Xfinity brand is they are they had a ten-year uh, partnership starting in 2015 as the title sponsor of the Xfinity Series and the official entertainment partner of NASCAR. They will. So as a premier partner, they're going to maintain their Xfinity Series sponsorship and central to its NASCAR strategy, and they'll also sponsor the championship four elimination race of the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs at Martinsville. So that'll be Hmm. good for them. Um, And then this year, I believe, what, Phoenix is the championship race, I believe, for this year. Correct. Uh, and that's changing from Miami, which it has been for the last several years. Uh, looking forward to that. I know we are we gonna still try to go to a cup race this year? Try to. Try. So most if, likely Michigan. Yeah, I know it's probably gonna be Michigan this year just, just because of uh, you know where things are where we are, we know that there are several things. But there are just to kind of give some shout outs to some of the other partners of NASCAR, you've got three M, Chevrolet, Um, AWS, which is funny, official cloud partner of NASCAR. I love that they give them official names. And then, uh, of course, AWS is Amazon. So uh, I find it funny that they are the official cloud sponsor. Uh, The AMR, the official emergency medical services partner. Exalta, the official paint of NASCAR. Blue Green uh, Vacations, the official vacation ownership provider. We should be over the line sports podcast, the official podcast of NASCAR. The uh, Ooh, we should Bush beer, the official beer, Chevrolet's an official partner, uh, Coke, of course, Capital One, digital ally, Dixie Vodka, DraftKings, official daily fantasy sports game in NASCAR, Fanatics, FDP, which is breaks, Featherlight, Ford, Goodyear, Growth Energy, Hotel uh, IR, the power tools. Canon, Lixar, M and M's, Mac, Mobile One, Monster, Moog, NetJets, Pit Boss, uh, PNC, actually a bank involved, Peak, Prevost, several other providers, Sugarlands and Shine, Sirius XM, Sunoco, the weather company. It's funny that they're there; they should be. True North, Toyota, Visa, Universal Technical Institute, Wheelin and Yeti, the uh, coolers, of course, and then Safety Clean is uh, one of the other sponsors as well. So pretty big sponsors there. And then Green Partners, they have Liberty and Elgin. And then their performance partners are Comedic, Elderbrook, Lincoln Electric, and they have their last one with Mechanics. So if you've seen the gloves, Mechanics with an X, uh, that is what they're talking about. So they do have a lot of sponsorship, which is kind of amazing to me because you know we talk about how NASCAR's kind of taken a dive in attendance over the last several years. But it should be interesting. I mean, we've got a lot of time here.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's there's money out there. They'll be all right.
0: Absolutely. And the June race this year is June 7th at uh, Michigan. And then I believe they're in August, that first weekend in August, August 9th. Because they're actually off August 2nd. They're off two weeks in a row. That's weird. Uh.
1: Uh, yeah unless it's because of the Olympics that's the only
0: thing I oh uh, yep I, I think you're absolutely right. It's got to be because of the Olympics because they're off for uh, pretty much three weeks uh, they they have a race on the 19th in New Hampshire and then they don't race again until Michigan on August 9th. Um, what I'm really interested in you do know this year's the first year they're doing two races and back-to-back nights and they actually both count one's a Saturday one's a Sunday they're both at Pocono really. Yeah, one's on Saturday. One's on Saturday, and then the next one is on Sunday. Oh,
1: interesting, I didn't
0: know that. Yeah, so in June you'll have five races. You got Michigan on the seventh, Sonoma on the fourteenth, Chicagoland on the twenty-first, and then Pocono on the twenty-seventh and twenty-eighth.
1: Yeah, must make up for that Olympics because they're all on NBC, and that's what NASCAR
0: is racing on. Yep. Hmm. So that'll be interesting to see how they do back-to-back races and how the setup is, how they do qualifying. I'm really kind of looking forward to that. I'm pretty interested in seeing. It makes it easier for people that want to go to the Pocono races. They can see two races in a weekend, two cup races. That'll be really good. Um, and then we've got Indy, you know, Indy Motor Speedway. They're there on 4th of July weekend. Okay. Because they're usually there what? that's right. That was usually – when were they usually at the Brickyard?
1: was uh, Like the third weekend in July or fourth weekend, you know, the last weekend in July usually.
0: Yeah, so this year it's the Big Machine Vodka 400 at the Brickyard powered by Florida Georgia Line. Love some of these names. <laughs> so, Interesting. Right, and then uh, we've got our last, what, 10 race? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So, of course... The first race of the year of the 26th for the playoffs is Daytona, and the last one is Daytona. I'm really looking forward to that. So our July race that's usually Daytona is actually late August. August 29th is the Coke 0600. It looks, yeah, like we got, looks like we got somebody getting ready to join the meeting, so this will be good. Looks like uh, joined the meeting, I was told. There he is. <laughs> there he is. My man. You almost missed out on everything, Cody Bryant. What's happening? I
1: had to adult for a little while, man.
0: <laughs> well, now, <laughs> we're we're already into NASCAR. Can, uh, Bear, can you hear him okay? Yeah,
1: I can hear him just fine. All right,
0: cool, cool. Cody Bryant has joined the show. How we doing, Cody?
1: I'm good, man. Y'all all right?
0: Yeah, we've uh, we're almost fin- we're finishing up with this episode. Almost, we're already on NASCAR, so uh, we'll we'll jump back real quick. Let's talk about golf. You got to pick a golfer for this week.
1: All right, I want the white dude with the <laughs> comb over.
0: Barry, you might have to help <laughs> me out here. Donald
1: Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the, <laughs> the younger one.
0: Donald Trump Jr.
1: Man, <laughs> nah, he's going with the neck beard, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, <laughs> I don't want the neck beard. So. Um. Who? Uh. Anybody pick? Uh. Matt Kutcher.
0: Well, you picked him in week one, so you can't take him.
1: <laughs> I can't take him
0: again. Come on, man! We've talked right. about this several times.
1: Well, let's see. I could go with somebody else. Uh, I'll go with Dustin Johnson.
0: Okay. You have Good not pack. picked him. Good pick. There you go. I should probably let him down, too. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. So we were talking about the, the premier sponsors of NASCAR and what NASCAR's got going on this year, how they're ending at Daytona, starting at Daytona. This weekend's the biggest race of the year, Daytona 500. And then um, – uh, so we'll see what happens, and we know like during the the final ten races of the year, you know they're at Charlotte again. They do the Roval as part of one of the last ten races of the year. Kansas is in there, Texas, Martinsville, Phoenix, Miami is not even in the uh, final ten races. Good, yeah, I hate it. It was boring as hell. Miami is boring, and ha. Uh-huh. So it'll be well. I'll have to see where when they're at Miami. What what is Miami's race?
1: Homestead.
0: Yeah, they're they're there in March. That's it. Good, good. That's perfect. Yeah, I'll take that race. Race there
1: that one. No one gives a shit about that track.
0: Yeah, no one gives a shit about that track. The. Uh, all right, so we got to get into our picks. So it's a new year. I won the uh, title last year, so I will go ahead and go first. Uh, so Cody Bryant, this year it's similar. Uh, the first 26 races you can pick a driver, but you cannot pick the same guy twice for the first 26. And then once we get okay. to the playoffs where there's 10 races, you can pick anybody again, but it only won for each of the 10 races. So the most you could have a driver throughout the year is twice. So, while you're looking at that and thinking about that, I'm going to have you make uh, picks for a championship driver who you think is going to win the title and who's going to be in the final four in order. And I'll just kind of tell you how it goes. My, my pick actually this week is I'm going to go a little different. Uh, this is the last year for this driver. It's his retirement tour. So, he's a two-time winner here. So, I'm going to roll right off the bat with Jimmy Johnson. He's still He's still driving. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, this is his final year.
1: Damn! I didn't know they had a senior circuit. <laughs> Jimmy, won, Jimmy won in 06, 13, so that's a seven-year difference. And seven years from 2013 is 2020, so maybe you're to something there.
0: I hope so, buddy. I am hoping so. How
1: old is Jimmy Johnson now? 108. Is he gonna drive around with his, is He gonna be the one that drives with the turn signal? On? He, yeah. gets the, he gets the park in the front. He's got
0: the blue sticker. <laughs> he does have the blue sticker, so that's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh, who's your top four then? So my top four I haven't done yet. I was waiting on that, but we will give Brandon's pick. Brandon went with Chase Elliott right off the bat. Loser. So. Um, he's going to use Chase Elliott right off the bat. We'll see what happens, and uh, we can go from there.
1: Okay. Um, uh, this is – man, this is always a tough one. I'm just sitting here looking through past winners. We went four years in a row with a new guy um, until Hamlin repeated. I just – I don't know man. I feel I feel like one of these young kids are just gonna come up and steal one this year. I don't know why. Um, but the last time someone won from the front row was two thousand. Bill Jarrett won from the pole position. Other than that, the closest has been fourth. I think Alex Bowman is gonna win this race this year from the second position. Not the pole, but from the second position. So write me down for Alex
0: Bowman, please. Alex Bowman I will write you down and uh I will give oh by the way I will tell you we will not have any of Parrot's picks you're just hearing this now Cody Bryant but uh Parrot's uh, grandmother passed away this morning so he is not going to be joining us this week um you know so we just send him uh, my wishes there. okay so thank you to Parrot um the so I I know Brandon. I'll give Brandon's top four real quick. Give Cody Bryant some more time to think about this. So Brandon has in four. Uh, I don't need no time.
1: I'm just gonna guess, man.
0: Go ahead. What do you got?
1: Just uh, what? It's just for the whole season.
0: Well, first off, give me who you yeah. think is gonna win the 500. And I'll remember, you 500? can only pick this person one time for the next 26 races.
1: Let me try to find I thought I had the, the right link I was trying to find the little lineup For the for the Daytona 500
0: Well they only have two drivers so line- yeah. Ricky you'll, you'll find out the lineups tomorrow But um, Ricky Stenhouse oh, is okay. on the Ricky Stenhouse is on the poll It's yeah, the- every week You won't find out until Saturday Friday or Saturday But this week Stenhouse is on the pole. Alex Bowman is starting second So while you're doing that I will mention that Brandon's championship final four. Brandon has in fourth, Joey Logano. In third, Duche McDucherson, which is Kyle Busch. In second, Martin Truex Jr. And in first, Chase Elliott.
1: I, I, that's, fine. I, that's a good top four. It really is.
0: No, I totally agree. I think it's a really good top four.
1: All right, let's see. I'm just gonna throw some stuff out here, man. Uh, just gonna pick with the uh, names I like, <laughs> uh, or remotely know. So I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott.
0: You think he wins?
1: Uh, no, no. I'm gonna do my final four first.
0: Okay, so you, is he going to be the Whoop. champion, or is he going to finish fourth?
1: Uh, he'll finish fourth. Okay. Uh, Brad Keselowski, he's going to finish third. He's the one that's run around punching everybody, right?
0: <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, uh, kind of.
1: All right, okay. I'm ride with him, too. Uh, Joey Logano in second. And...
0: Your champion.
1: My champion...
0: uh, Kyle Wood. Alright. So, um, I can give mine two. My final four real quick. So, I've got Martin Truex Jr. Finishing fourth. Chase Elliott in third, Denny Hamlin in second, and Kyle Busch is your champ. So I think you're going to have Joe Gibbs racing three out of four drivers again in the final four, Chase Elliott being the fourth. I think Kyle Busch takes the uh, title again.
1: Um, Will that be his third or second?
0: That would be his third. He the he, Last year was his second. The first time he won is when he missed the first 11 races because he broke his foot. And because of how they do the points now, he had to get into the top 30 in points to make the playoffs, okay. and he did. And uh, he won it, you know, only racing 25 of the 36 races.
1: Okay, I couldn't remember if he won over before four last year or not. I got you. Okay, um, so my final four is going to be number four, Kyle Busch. Number three, Chase Elliott. Number two, Ryan Blaney.
0: I like that. Number
1: one, and my champion, Denny Hamlin.
0: He, he's due, man. That's I got him finishing second, and uh, you know I'd love to put in here Matt De Benedetto, <laughs> our champion of NASCAR. I think he makes
1: the playoffs.
0: De Benedetto?
1: I, I yeah, I. Write write me down for him to make the playoffs this year He'll be the surprise I I shouldn't say surprise Last year he would have been a surprise (laughs) driver But I think uh, Bold bold strategy here But I think he makes the playoffs this year
0: I think he does too You know you got 16 guys that make the playoffs Um, I think he will as well I think he can get into that uh, top 12 too even I wouldn't be surprised if he got into the top 8
1: Yeah I think he's got a shot He's got a better car and a better team this year He's got a shot
0: so, all right, Cody Bryant, what do you got for your winner of the Daytona 500? Oh, man, I don't I'm going to do
1: that. You only got two racers. They
0: What, they drag racing? <laughs> well, you can <laughs> – this is how it's going to be every week. You're not going to know the lineups until fucking Friday or Saturday, so you're going to have to pick early. Oh, shit.
1: What boy, <laughs> boy, if I end up picking somebody that's not even, that don't even qualify?
0: Well, there's usually only 40 guys that. Well, Daytona, like 45 guys will try to qualify, and 40 will make it, or 39, or whatever the hell. I think you can uh, take a pretty good shot at some of those guys. You know, you, I know you're part of the uh, you're the main member of the Bubble Wallace fan club. I took him last year in this race, and he uh, he finished 38th. He let me down pretty good.
1: Nah, man, I can't I can't roll with it. You don't even finish in top 20.
0: Daytona he does alright though. Uh,
1: let's see, you know what? Damn. Uh
0: I'll go Kevin Harvick. Why not? Damn, right off the bat, take Kevin Harvick. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. I wonder if it'll play off for him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right, we get trivia?
0: Yeah, we're going to get it. I mean, I'm just trying that's actually one of the next things we're going to do. So, and I'm going to message him right now. That's actually next on the agenda, honestly. And um, do you know who the honorary pace car driver is for this weekend for the Daytona 500? Is it a male or female? It is a male. Oh, I'm um, going um, to see you are close. It is a wrestler. The Rock? No. No, no. It's think of the uh, the whitest guy you can think of in wrestling.
1: Oh, Hardcore Holly.
0: <laughs> Bob Sparkplug Holly. No. <laughs> like When I say white, I mean like Casper White.
1: Oh, Javis, oh.
0: It is Seamus. Interesting. I I wouldn't have picked him to be much of a NASCAR fan. (laughs) Seamus, no. I wouldn't have either. So let's see what we're getting from uh, our man. Uh, I just sent him a message. He's active. And we'll see if he's going to be joining us for... For some uh, trivia, I know that I told him we we're looking forward to it. We really like what he he has been doing, and it's, he's made it very interesting for us. So we thank him. So while we wait for him, I'll just go into some of those things. Well, oh, looks like he uh, has read my message, mm-hmm. so we can. Uh, pro- what well, know
1: about NASCAR anyway? They drive cobblestones out there in Scotland.
0: <laughs> well, he's <laughs> from Ireland, is not he? That's Drew McIntyre's from Scotland.
1: Oh, Scotland, Ireland.
0: It's all the same shit. It's all the same type of shit. So do I, so because I've I've got two monitors on, do you guys see me twice?
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure out what type of little portal shoot you'd be doing (laughs) with that computer.
0: Well, this camera right here is my phone. And this one's my computer, so where are you going? You got that.
1: You got that weird uh, Dennis Reynolds camera angle going on right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic. That is terrible, but it's fantastic.
1: I guess I didn't realize I had you on fan. I had you fan. I was like, why is yell? yell?
0: Oh you had me pinned? Yeah, my phone on my phone you're bear you're pinned. But then when I, I see it online, when I'm looking on my computer, I can see all you know all four of us on the screen.
1: I'm just gonna pin my own phone, so I do have
0: to see you guys. Okay. Well <laughs> screw you too, buddy. <laughs> Alright, so he said 2K. We gotta give him some time. Uh, on his 2K, but we've got, uh, he said 15 minutes, so the sports trivia might end up on the wrestling show, and uh, which is okay. We've got some other things to cover here for sports. So did you guys, I'm sure you have seen, the, it just came up recently that it was 30 years ago that Lisa Leslie scored 100 point, 101 points in the first half of her high school game.
1: Yeah. that's impressive as hell. 100 points in any league, impressive. I don't care if it's fifth grade, high school, college, pro, overseas, wherever. That's impressive as hell.
0: And that was the first half. I didn't know she
1: did that. Yeah, I didn't even know she did that.
0: I had no idea. It's because she's a woman, unfortunately. And that's how they look at sports, measure sports, everything else. That's the only reason why.
1: So she did that in high school, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, high school, 30 years ago. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, All right.
1: Lisa Leslie no not slouch neither, man. They used to say she was like the next Cheryl Miller when it came to, like, women's basketball.
0: Yeah, and I can see it. Lisa Leslie was really good. She played with, what, the L.A. Sparks, I believe, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, L.A. Sparks, their whole career.
0: Yep, and then because you you had to – They always
1: used to call him Reggie. They used to tell Reggie if he was half as good as his sister, he'd have been a Hall of Famer in like two years.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you Did you guys happen to see um, the what was it? It was uh, Cosmo the Cougar dunk from the three point line.
1: <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That was that was funny.
0: That was some crazy ass shit. Oh, where's Bear going? Bear getting up? What?
1: Oh. I gave my phone's About to die because this has taken seventy hours to do. Because someone was an hour late. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding>, me. <man. laughs> gotta work one day overtime in your life and you can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> work overtime every day. They don't pay me for that overtime. They do, but they don't not enough i'm enjoying my company. let's say it's two days i had to work overtime yeah. best i leave early tomorrow
0: yeah go work with barry you'll make some overtime money <laughs> no
1: nah, i gotta get a haircut so i'm leaving work
0: early speaking of haircuts did you see uh, the wonderful haircut of uh, russell wilson
1: Yeah, man, he, he trying, he trying.
0: No, he's not. He trying, nah, man. He he trying.
1: He's trying he trying to be out, he he trying to be Michael Jackson. What he's trying to do? Right. He got to figure out something, man. He don't know what he's doing with his head, man. But that's what happens when you have like the undying support of your spouse. He just do random wild shit. To, like, I'm going to do this with my hair. What you think, baby? Okay. I bet you future told me to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you, is that something that you would wear around, Cody Bryant? Uh, no. I think you could pull it off. No, no. I tried
1: to grow an afro my sophomore year of high school. It took four months. And it didn't work. It, it was not. It was not for me.
0: It just sounded like Forrest Gump. Took four months, sixteen days, thirteen hours, and twenty-two <laughs> minutes. So, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't for me. Another uh, a fun quote I saw in here, which I thought was fantastic. Philip Rivers leaving San Diego will be the first time he's pulled out of anywhere in sixteen years. <laughs>
1: They said another one with that they said Philip Rivers and his uh, kids made up half the Chargers' freaking uh, fans. <laughs> where,
0: where do you think he? Uh, uh, okay, that stadium
1: will
0: be. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was gonna say that stadium will really be empty now since the Rivers family won't be in it.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, true. Where, uh, where do you where do you see him signing?
1: I don't know. Julian's talk about
0: like No, we haven't talked about him leaving yet. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure that was a question from uh Justin on Twitter.
0: Where do we see it was where is uh was it Rivers? Yeah. I thought it was somebody else. I'm pretty sure it was. Or was it Rivers? I know we talked about Tom Brady, um, I mean, he's going to end up back in New England. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Phillip Rivers ends up with, like, uh, Tampa Bay, something like that. The, The big one I think that people are going to look forward to, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers.
1: I can see that. I don't because Brady's gonna retire, so Teddy we're going will just be the starting quarterback in the wrong thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think I don't think Brady will retire though. I don't either. I think they'll actually probably.
0: I think he'll have a farewell tour. Yeah,
1: like I just I don't see him retiring like this at least. Not on a uh not on a contract dispute.
0: No. You, how how many more years do you think Brady plays for?
1: One. If he has another season like he did this past season, this next one will be his last
0: one. Right. And then uh, I know Dak Prescott, do you think he gets a deal or do you think he gets tagged?
1: Well, if they're smart, they'll give him a deal. Um, I don't think I, it, I think it's tagged.
0: I think he gets tagged too because you know they offered him that thirty-three million dollar a year deal and he turned it down. So I don't know, thirty-three million dollars is a lot, and for him to turn that down is like kind of, kind of shitty. Yeah, but
1: well, how much did uh, how many did what, what does Nick Foles make a year?
0: He won a Super Bowl.
1: He also lost his job to Gardner Minshew. He was hurt. And then he came back and still lost his job because of
0: Minshew. he's like Tony Romo, man. His fucking shoulders made a paste and fucking drywall. <laughs>
1: but so, this also is not the first time he lost his job.
0: True. I mean, he lost it so to uh, Carson mean, Wentz, but he's the only reason that the Eagles won a goddamn Super Bowl. Sure as shit wasn't Carson no, Wentz.
1: Mean, no, but that line was fucking phenomenal
0: too, though. Pretty much they're the same damn line. Now they, they were trash. Huh? Said so it was pretty much the same line this year, and they're still trash. Oh, well,
1: they did something. But he lost his job twice, and he—I—I I, I don't know, man. Hey, I don't see – I just see Dak. He's got
0: to at least be – he's got to be in the
1: top third of the league in salary. Who's that? Dak. If they're going to do
0: it, I don't – Top third of the league, though. They were trying to make him basically the second highest paid quarterback is what he's asking for, first or second. Well, I don't think
1: he's – he
0: ain't that much. That's what he wants, though. I
1: mean – and they offered him how many? How much?
0: Thirty-three million. And he turned it down. And that would have been the third most. Because right now, for who can yeah, you can you be, tell me can yeah, you tell yeah, me who the like highest Jared, paid is?
1: Yeah, that's like Jared Goff money. So I mean he should yeah, well, if they're gonna give him that, then yeah, he probably should have taken that.
0: Yeah, he should have absolutely. I mean, the highest paid quarterback right now is uh, Russell Wilson. Right, thirty five million a year. And, and he's been to what two Super Bowls? Yep, Aaron Rodgers is second. One, and
1: still carrying that team.
0: Right, when we're talking.
1: They will not. Yeah, like he's carrying that offense. They they have yet took Marshawn Lynch. Like they've yet to give him a running back. He's had you know. Above average receivers. He's never had like a Pro Bowl caliber receiver, you know, and he still gets them to the playoffs like every year.
0: Who's that kid that's playing in the XFL? The quarterback from Ole Miss. Is that Hawaiian kid?
1: Oh, uh, I can't.
0: Your laptop Tua, died. I
1: don't know. a Tonga or something like that.
0: Uh, what? what is it, Jordan Tamu? Tamu, yeah.
1: Danu or Tanu.
0: Yeah, well, because you got to look at this. He was the Ole Miss quarterback, and he had D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown, <laughs> and he couldn't do shit with them. Which they were two of the best.
1: Yeah. You guys to, to A.W.
0: Oh, thank you. Now I can see it. Hey, yours is ahead of mine.
1: Yeah, I'm a remote man. Well,
0: I, I don't know. He probably
1: should have taken that money. If they're gonna give him thirty six million a year, or
0: what thirty yeah, thirty six million a year, he should've taken that. Oh, Dak? Yeah. Yeah, it was thirty three and he didn't take it. He wants forty. I'm like, dude, you can't get forty. Like, you don't deserve forty. Nah,
1: he's not gonna get forty. You're not gonna get more than Russell Wilson. Well, they're about to tag his ass. Like, anybody outside of Aaron Rodgers, like, Aaron Rodgers really should be the cutoff. And he's pulling, he brought I Oh, he's still on a rookie deal. They got my whole discount right now. I'm pretty sure it's only for one more year, or it's this year coming up. It's not much longer. Right. Yeah, but I mean. They did it the right way. Like you win, you you pretty much pay everybody around the chief quarterback while you can.
0: I mean, the Seahawks did it. Seahawks did it, but you know, it's it's. I mean, your highest paid quarterbacks—they've actually done something. Dak does not warrant thirty-five or more million dollars.
1: Not until he wins a Super Bowl. Correct. Get to one first.
0: Yeah, they got uh, they got the defense. They should be able to do something. No, we
1: gotta, yeah, Lee's got to get to a championship game. You can't even get to a conference championship
0: game. Hey, man, leave my Cowboys alone. <laughs> you know who is going to – we do have a Dallas team that will get to a conference championship, and that's the Dallas Renegades. By the way, your L.A. Wildcats look like shit. Dude, the whole league looked don't look that good. Come on, man. I mean, it was it was the, the whole XFL. It was mediocre dude, at I best. Said a lot. Huh? It was mediocre at best. You guys
1: already, yeah, you guys already talk about it or no?
0: Yes, but you can give your oh, hot okay. take.
1: It was like going to a Mudheads game, honestly. That's fair.
0: I mean, Mudheads are AAA. A. The team. XFL is pretty much A.
1: Yeah, like, it's AAA. Like, you know, most teams, they put all their prospects. You know, baseball, if you compare it to baseball, most of the prospects are in A. You know, like, most of the guys that you plan on calling up, like, tomorrow, they're, you know, they're in A. And kind of like college football. Like, college football is A. And XFL was, like, the AAA equivalent. Yeah. It's where, like... Maybe they could get on, but, you know, they'd be on a roster, but they're not going to start. But they'd at least be there. I mean, Unless if it, they get called up, like, a really bad team and, like, they don't have the choice to the them.
0: I mean, do you think that the XFL – this is a question for both of you. I guess I'll start with uh, Bear first. Do you think that the XFL could be, since we're talking of it being like a AAA – do you think it could be a triple A and where it could have expansion of teams and you know maybe eventually get up to like twelve or sixteen teams? Uh, I mean
1: I'm sure it I'm sure it could they could I don't I mean it depends what they do. They could always partner with the NFL and be that, but there's a, the, the expectancy in football, you know, you can't you can't have like a triple A team because the average I think NFL has the least average time in the league or something like that. So, yeah, that's what, like six years? Seven yeah, years maybe. Not, I, I don't think it's that much. I think it's like two and a half or something. Yeah, you
0: know
1: you're yeah, you eligible for a pension after, I think, seven. I mean, in hockey, you can play for 25 years. In baseball, you can play for 25 years. In uh, basketball, I mean, Vince. Freaking Carter has been in the league for a 1,000 years, four decades. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, in in football, you don't have many guys that are playing for more than 15 years, let alone 10 years, let alone five years. Yeah, not taking it the way quarterback. Yeah. And I think if they do try to expand, you're going to end up with a lot more Aaron Murray.
0: Yeah, Aaron Murray. And and no more
1: fun to watch. Yeah, that was terrible. Like that was terrible.
0: Well, he is terrible. So, yeah.
1: So I think no. I it, honestly, I think they they got it right with what they have right now. Like any more than what they have, then I think the quality is going to drop off. And right now, the quality is you know above average.
0: Well, they haven't. They didn't. Also, you know, to to not discredit them, they did not have much time to work together. At all,
1: they had what six weeks? Yeah, eight weeks. Well, how long is training camp? Was, outside of OTAs.
0: That was it. All of that they had basically six to eight weeks to get their shit together.
1: Yeah. No, but I mean, like, how long is the NFL like pre, like training camps and all that? Yeah, but outside I'm, of OTAs.
0: But most most of the players on Isn't those that teams about
1: four were days? yeah. That's but, about four to six weeks. Ago.
0: Yeah, but most of those players work together, have been together for several years.
1: Well, I mean, outside of maybe the line.
0: Right. But these guys, you're talking about the quarterbacks, the the receivers, they didn't work together for a long time. You look at somebody like Connor Cook, who was projected to be the starter in Houston, but obviously he's not. He's the backup. Go Houston yeah, but, Roughnecks. I don't know. Like it's just
1: I just a lot of these guys, I think if they really like a guy like Connor Cook, the way that they're like giving out money to mediocre quarterbacks in the NFL, like for you to not be signed coming out of college as a New Yorker quarterback. Right. That, that kind of says a lot. But, you know you, you know, you're kinda of like the best on a bad team, you know. Do you like f- you like the I don't know, I mean, it's just I just don't see
0: it. I you know, it it's going to be tough to see. I I don't know. There's it's still early. I don't expect them to be anything near the NFL. I mean, I was I was happy that they had 17,000 people at each of the games pretty much. It's more than I anticipated that they would have, but we'll see if it if it carries on. They do have a couple of uh, I say a couple. They do have some fans that seem loyal uh, right off the bat, right away. But it's kind of hard when you have teams in every one of those markets in the NFL. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, how much are tickets? I'd have to even look up to see how much tickets are going for. Can't for be that much. An NFL game. But I, I, I have to assume that they're probably going for a fraction of what an NFL – like, no
0: league seat would go for it. Well, fucking, you know, six-row seats at a Bengals game right now are, like, 40 bucks.
1: Yeah, but who goes to watch the Bengals?
0: Well, it's, people are going to when they take Joe Burrow. Well, no,
1: it's if they, yeah, they'll probably take Joe Burrow. And, I don't know, if they get a... If they can get something going in Cincinnati before they actually have to pay Joe Mixon and you know Joe Burrow, but I don't know. I'm still 50-50 on Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, you, got, you got to say, he was in college for, what, six years? And he had that one outrageously great season and one hyphen to where he didn't even win the starting job at Ohio State as well.
0: Come on, man.
1: I mean, it it was all, you know, like he was kind of like Chris Winkie, you know.
0: But Chris Winkie was never really that
1: good. I I, I mean, I'll give him a chance. You know, I'll I'll see what he looks like at first before I write him off, but I'm still kind of 50-50 on Joe Burrow.
0: That's fair. And by the way, uh, Bear, I know we talked about Creighton and Seton Hall earlier. Creighton ended up Beating Seton Hall by five. Nice. Talked about that early in the Seton show. Back to the Yep. So they'll drop back a little bit, but we'll see what happens otherwise from there. I know Kansas ended up coming back and beating West Virginia by nine. Um, you know that was early, early in the show. You know it seems like thirty-five hours ago. Um, one of those things that we didn't mention. Earlier, what you, I'm sure you heard both of you heard about the rape allegations of those Ohio State players and they both got dismissed from the team the football team yep
1: they got arrested and charged didn't they
0: I know they got arrested I'm not sure if they got charged yeah I think they just got arrested oh there you go it says they're going to be arraigned in court on Thursday morning
1: well damn they got charged dude. Yeah, yeah, if you read what happened, it uh it wasn't good. It. Wasn't it, uh, all I seen was like raping kidnapping or something, right? Yeah, not to get That's- into the gory details. So one dude was uh pretty much banging this chick and this is where the story's weird, but pretty much with this chick and halfway through I guess she said, No, I don't want to do this anymore But it was consensual to start. But then halfway through he said, I don't want to do this anymore. So he kept her there. Buddy came over, and then that's when the rape happened, pretty much forced all this other stuff, forced all these other sexual actions, blah blah blah. And they're getting kidnapping because they pretty much kept her against her will because she said she wanted right. to leave numerous times and they wouldn't let her. So that's where they get that from. So yeah. It's it's a, it's a pretty messed up situation. So they'll both be in jail for a long time. Both just screwed up it yeah, they don't look good.
0: Does not look good nope, for them. Both off you know, the Michigan team. Ohio
1: State just de- dismissed them immediately. They didn't screw around with it.
0: Yeah, they didn't pull a Michigan State.
1: <laughs> yeah, they can't afford to keep no other people getting in trouble and keeping them on the
0: team. All right. If we got a truffle land out of there. Right and uh, Trestle, the uh, but there's uh, we still got, um, you know we got a lot of time before college football and NFL since NFL just ended and college pretty much just ended, but uh, XFL we'll talk about that and as things happen uh, over time, you know we can see what happens with the XFL we'll give it a shot and if anything happens in the news like this with Ohio State players we'll mention it but. It's a, it's a, not a good thing to hear and see. So we do have trivia. Um, so this week will be a 50, right? This he said he was playing 2k. So this week is a 50, 50 week as he has three questions where you all have a 50, 50 chance of getting it right. We'll make sure each one worth two points. So parrot can gain some ground. (laughs) Well, he's not here. So, um, true or false, a kicker has won the season MVP award. Uh,
1: I want to say that's true. I'm going to say false.
0: You said true, Cody Bryant. Bear says false. I'm also going to go with false. True, Mark Mosley of the Washington Redskins took home this honor after the strike-shortened season. Bunch of bullshit.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad I wasn't an extra point for who it was, because I got it wrong. I would have thought it was Sebastian Janikowski.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, with those two points for you, the updated standings are I have 144, you are now at 140, uh, Bear at 128, Jake at 75. So the next question is, who had a better record as an NFL head coach, Steve Spurrier or Nick Saban? I'm
1: going to go Saban. How many seasons did Saban last, so? Not
0: many, but that's why I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I was gonna say Saban too. I think Steve Spurrier. I think
1: Spurrier went to a playoffs one season. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna go Steve Spurrier.
0: Alright. Nick Saban. He was fifteen and seventeen. Spurrier was twelve and twenty. Oh, All right, true or false, Jerry Rice caught more touchdowns in his first four NFL seasons than he did in four years at Mississippi Valley State. That would be a good trivia question in itself. Where did Jerry Rice go to college? He went to Mississippi Valley State. A lot of people wouldn't know that, though. We know Para wouldn't. I got to say,
1: man, nobody was alive. Who no. knows? Um, I'm going to say true. He caught more in the NFL in the first four than at college. Yeah, honestly
0: true. Well, I guess I'll go false then because you both went true and I don't like – somebody's got to have four – somebody's got to get four points this week. All right. And – False, but not by much. Rice uh, caught 50 touchdowns at Mississippi Valley State, and then he had 49 in his first four years as a 49er. Uh, All right. So bad. A bonus question. We are, we are going to have a bonus question. So the bonus question is family feud style. Past few weeks, he's asked about MLB players with the most home runs in each decade. Let's wrap up with 2010 to 2019, whatever you want to call that decade. (laughs) The 2010s. The top 10 answers are on the board. Go around selecting your pick. If you get the number one answer, you get 10 points. Number two answer, you get nine and go down. If anybody gets two strikes, incorrect answers during the process, they are out and can no longer make any guesses. Let me ask him who goes first. Who goes first? Go by points, worst to first. Well, that is gonna be bare to me.
1: So from twenty ten to twenty nineteen, most homers, huh? Yep. <laughs> All right, um,
0: Mike Trout. That's a damn good pick, Trout. Good. So we'll see how many points we're gonna give you because now I gotta like put commas by the the points. <laughs> Trout is fifth. He's what? Fifth. So you get six points. Six points. Damn, he was fifth. That's what I thought. He would have been my first guess.
1: Damn. I figured he was top three at least.
0: Well, you can go ahead now. You're up.
1: All right. Uh, Albert Pujols.
0: Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols is in, and he is fourth. So you get seven points for that.
1: Wow! Who is it more than Mike Trout? Right. Who was garbage when he got to uh, California? Yeah, or from from 2010
0: to twenty ten twenty fifteen. He's big time. Yeah, I mean, he was that dude. I I prematurely put one in, and I thought about it, and I can't backtrack it, obviously. I'm like, oh, fuck, he was injured, and he's retired. But I said A-Rod. Definitely incorrect. Wow.
1: And we're doing
0: what, top five? Top ten. And I missed uh, A-Rod, oh, so if I get one more strike, I'm out.
1: <laughs> Damn, A-Rod didn't well, track the top ten?
0: Well, I forgot he was injured. He was suspended for a year. He retired. He retired. A right. few years back, so, I mean, he was pretty much out half the decade.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Man, he's really been retired that long.
0: <sighs> right. So, back to Bear.
1: Um. Let's go with Bryce Harper. He'll probably be in the bottom portion of
0: that. He, I was going to say him. I wouldn't be shocked if he was near the top. I was gonna say him, but I went with a Rod like an idiot. Homer. Incorrect. Oh. You wow. Incorrect. Right, no right, No. Ooh. Is it twenty ten to twenty nineteen or nineteen ten to nineteen nineteen? Right. Twenty
1: <laughs> twenty
0: ten to twenty nineteen. <2019. laughs> Oh, Not to Cody Bryant. I'll
1: say. Brian, uh, no, Giancarlo Stanton.
0: That's a great one. That's who I was going to say, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he, he said, we're going to get three strikes each because this is tougher than we think. Stanton's probably want. Oh, he's third.
1: Wow. Hey, man. Hey, he was crushing them in, in Miami, though. Yeah, like, <sighs> yeah, I think the only time he missed while he was a it was when he got his face crushed.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I'm going to go – God, this is kind of scary that I'm going to do this, but um, I'm thinking Rockies, and so I'm going to go Oronado because – he was up there. He won the damn the home run title two or three years. Nope, strike. Mother
1: fuck. Everybody's only been in the league for like four years.
0: True. But, yeah, that's wrong. So I'm almost out with two strikes since we get three, thank God. <laughs> so I'm doing pretty bad so far oh, in this I'm game.
1: I'm going to go on, uh, on Cody Bryant's frogry and slip and say Ryan Howard.
0: Ryan Howard's not a bad guess.
1: He started that before he said John Carlos fan. I figured that's where he was going.
0: Incorrect.
1: Wow. Oh no, I was I was going I was going with the Ryan, just not Howard though. Uh I'm gonna go uh, Ryan Braun.
0: Ryan that's a good one.
1: He was suspended for a year, though, too.
0: True. Incorrect. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's got to be, like, borderline, though. He's probably got to be, like, 12 or 11, though. I would Bye. think he would just miss it. All right.
0: It's back to me.
1: I, if I get... It's
0: you? Okay. All right.
1: But
0: I just thought of one. I just thought of, uh, I, I thought of one too, so for I'm thinking now Orioles. Uh, Nelson Cruz is my guess. Oh, there, thank God, number one. <laughs> Jesus. Nelson Cruz really? number one? I would have thought he was like sixth.
1: Really?
0: 346 home runs. Wow. I would have never guessed he was one.
1: No, me neither. Well, no, not at all.
0: So we've only got what, right. four <laughs> total? Four. We got the, four. F- the, the first, the first, the third, the fourth, and the fifth.
1: What's number five? How many home runs does he have?
0: Uh, Trout, 285. Trout. Wow.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. I think I, I overlooked, I don't know why I would overlook him. If this one isn't in, I'll be shocked. Joey Votto. Votto's got to be top 10. I mean, he's played the whole damn decade pretty much. He's been so consistent.
0: So if you miss this, is that three for you? I guess. Yeah, you. May, I. I don't say we. We kick anybody out of the game because this is going to be tough. But that is incorrect.
1: Incorrect.
0: Incorrect. Right. Unbelievable. So is it on to? Uh, it's on to you, Cody Bryant. All right,
1: um, Troy Tulowitzki.
0: Tulowitzki. Uh yeah, see then. Incorrect. How long it is or it's incorrect. I'm What? I think this is gonna be a stretch, but I'm gonna go with Miggy.
1: That was gonna be my guess,
0: my next guess. He's eighth. Jesus.
1: How many did he well, have?
0: Two sixty eight. Damn. Wow! And you
1: thought all those years in freaking, uh, all those years in Colorado would have helped Tuliinsky?
0: Five more. I'm gonna tell him we want hints, because <laughs> otherwise this will go forever. Um.
1: Gosh, damn. I even think of. Frickin' Yankees, there gotta
0: be just a whole bunch of scrub-ass run hitters there. He said, think power. Um, Think power. Power is his hand.
1: Um, alright, um, ah, shit. Who's in, ah, fuck. Um,
0: just got trade from the Yankees?
1: Cano. Robinson Cano? That's his name, right?
0: Yeah, Robbie Cano.
1: Yeah, he was second baseman. Yep.
0: That's a good guess, I think. Yeah.
1: He'll
0: be 10, probably. Incorrect. Mm. All right, Cody Bryant. Jose Batista. Ah, there we go. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> Joey Bass is a good one. If he ain't on there, I quit. <laughs>
0: Jose Bautista, fifth. All right, all right. What about uh, Chris Davis? You said Joey, or Jose Bautista
1: was sixth?
0: He was fifth. Six points. 285 home runs.
1: But you said Trout was fifth.
0: Let me scroll up. They were tied for fifth. Oh, you got two of them. They both had 285. He just told me that. He just I just scrolled up.
1: So we got 11 people that are 10. <laughs> yeah. Because if they're tied for fifth, so he goes from five right. to seven?
0: I'll ask him. You had Jose and Mike at fifth. We'll see what he says. Chris Davis, by the way, is two points. He was ninth. Yeah, he said they actually tied. So they're tied for fifth. So so is there a sixth? So who's up now? Is it Is it Bear or Cody?
1: I think it's on Bear.
0: Yeah, it is on Bear. Yeah, Bear, here we need two, yeah, we need two seventh and 10th because Six, they, since they were tied for fifth, we skip over sixth. He said, number two you guys should get, so I'll give you the hint, Bear. He's played a long time.
1: I I think I, I will have one of these on this one. Edwin Encarnacion. That's that, definitely one of them. It's got to be why. Edwin. I don't know why I even overthought that. He played for those fucking Indians for
0: three years. I bet you he's number two.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I just didn't go to my own team.
0: Number two, Edwin. What
1: about that, if he's not on there. I'm hanging
0: up. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so it's on to Cody Bryant. So number seven, him and Jersey Dan know very well. The what? New fake Francesca, who called into the show several times. He said him and New Jersey fake Francesca know very well. Nah, I don't
1: know. Um, He's got to play for the Reds. Uh, uh,
0: oh shit. I
1: don't know. Um, I don't even know
0: who Francesca is. Oh, my God. It, it's Dan's pseudo name. It's the who? You know how you're Cody Bryant? That's who he is. <laughs> Come on, man. And he said – No, I don't know. So, he's, so he must have played for Cincinnati at one point. Because they know him pretty well, but he's also—they he, said he played for two teams last year, one in the AL, one in the NL—and he says we have zero chance at getting number ten.
1: Oh yeah, no, I can, I can. Um, uh, you know what? Yapi
0: That's a good one. He said he's he can. He said he could give, incorrect, good guess, though. So he's going to give, um, well, he was going to give the teams, but I don't want the teams. He says he doesn't even think that will help us. (laughs) Oh, he did. Seattle and Philly. For
1: number 10?
0: I I think for number seven.
1: yeah, I can't think of his
0: name right now I'm i I don't have a guess I'm giving up the
1: only other person I can think of if he said you and francesca so him because I want the reds and the him
0: himself and Francesca would know well.
1: There's only one more power hitter who came to Cleveland last year. Who, with any decent strikeout master, though, I think played for both those teams. So Jay Bruce.
0: There, I think that's a solid guess, because Bruce he played, for the and reds, he played for the Mets and Reds. That's a very good guess. Jay Bruce, number seven. Jay Bruce, number seven. Bruce, number seven. Good job. All right, so. And number 10, uh, we're just not even going to go over it, but he—it it is Justin Upton. He played. played
1: play for the Tigers, too? He played for everybody.
0: And then he, all he has this week is how about Cardell Jones, baby? Still hasn't lost a college or pro game. I will count XFL as pro. I really enjoyed the XFL, but then again, I liked it the first time around. The question is, can they maintain interest from the casual football fans? Hope so, see you guys for wrestling. So after that, you know, Cody Bryant just got nine and eight is 17, 23 points, so that puts him up to 161. I got two, four, six, nineteen. 19, so that puts me at 163. And Bear got 21, so he's at 149. Way to go, way to go. I like it. 21, 23 and 19. So, Cody Bryant comes in. Ooh, I like what you're doing with that pen there. Oh yeah. It looks like it's wobbling.
1: Matt.
0: (laughs) All right, so. Now that we wait to get back to him, we'll get back to him for wrestling. So on this day, we'll just go through this real quick. I'll just do a few of them, and you guys, of course, like normal, give me the year. Uh, Al Spaulding opens his sporting goods shop. 1896. <laughs> uh, no, 1902. 1876. Boston Celtic, Bill Russell grabs 41 rebounds to beat Syracuse. 1951. Is it Bill Russell? Yes. 41. 58. Uh, Wayne Gretzky scores 153rd point of the season, breaking the NHL record. Damn, it was early if he did it on February 12th. 82. On the money with 82. So Fred Goldman says he will settle for a signed murder confession from O.J. Simpson in lieu of his $20.5 million judgment.
1: 96.
0: 98. 97. Uh, of course. Uh, at a ceremony in Philadelphia, NFL pays tribute to the life of the late Steve Sable. Oh, two. I'm um, going like, to say,
1: old oh, five.
0: 13. Yeah, he hasn't been it's dead million, that long. Million. So, birthday's on this day, ironically. Uh, happy birthday to Bill Russell. 86 years old. Still a young man. 41 on his, uh, mm. Brad Keselowski, 36.
1: Too bad it wasn't there. Too bad it's not... Three
0: days or four days. Yeah, no shit. Uh, RG3, 30 years old this year.
1: He's nearly 30,
0: huh? I feel like he's...
1: All
0: right, well, and Dell Demps, if you remember Dell Demps, he's 50. That's crazy. So, yeah. uh, enough of this shit. You know, we ran it long enough. Thanks to Cody Bryant for being late, jerk. So, thanks. Hey, can
1: we all hey, – wait, wait a minute now. We also need to uh, acknowledge today, today on this day, 20 years ago, Vince Carter ruined the dunk contest. <laughs> he was a, <laughs> he completely dismantled the field in three dunks. And the dunk contest has never been the same since.
0: Isn't that when he put his arm like halfway in the in the hoop?
1: Yeah, and that was the second round. That was second round. Mhm. Like his first dunk was like a 360 windmill, and then his second oh. dunk was like through the legs off the bounce, like through his legs and uh, one hand off the bounce.
0: Right. Well, we can – thanks, Vince Carter, for ruining the slam dunk contest.
1: Yeah, it it was never the same after that.
0: Yeah, whatever. So, (laughs) thanks to to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Visit them, allwearclothing.com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping, 419-704-5471. Thank you to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Sparty Steve, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
1: Hey, Dwight jumped over a Kia. No, that wasn't Dwight Howard, that was Blake Griffin. And he jumped over the hood, he didn't even jump over the car. And it uh, was a it was yeah, but Dwight, probably, <laughs> Dwight probably likes Blake behind him. Dwight Howard didn't even dunk it when he won the contest that year.
0: Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin, who gives a shit?